are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who? Always wonderful and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, multimedia journalist and graphic designer, Miller Thomas. So please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we are talking about game, was it six now, the World Series. We'll talk about that game, do a little preview for tonight. Might have a special guest on the pod tomorrow. Might be a D-backs player, so stay tuned for that. And then in the second segment today, I want to talk about a Bleacher Report article I read that said the one big warning to every MLB to every MLB team this offseason. So I'll get into that article but first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at lockedondiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. All right. Let's get into it. Let's talk game six of the World Series. So I've been walking around today. I've had a pretty good feeling about this game tonight. I've been feeling like the Rays were going to win tonight. And I don't know. I, I think I just said today and tonight as one word. But I didn't know why I felt like this. I, I just feel like I have a gut feeling that this series is going to go seven. And maybe baseball's in on it. Maybe they want to go seven. I mean, they lost so much revenue this season with the shortened season. Uh, only 60 games being played. No fans. I mean, of course, you got minimal fans in the stadium right now during the playoffs because we're in a bubble. But this is still uh, a lot of revenue loss this season. So I wouldn't be surprised if baseball played their hand into this game tonight to stretch this one out seven. But there's a couple of reasons why I think this game could go seven tonight. One, Tony Gonsolin is on the mound for the Dodgers. And Gonsolin was a, a really nice story in the regular season. He was a rookie. He was not really an everyday starter. more of a spot starter, long relief kind of guy. But... He was really good during the regular season. He had a, what was it, 2-3-1 ERA. He started eight games, had 46 strikeouts and 46 innings pitch. So basically a strikeout per an inning. But once he got to the postseason, things have started to, started to unravel a little bit for Gonsolin. And maybe a little bit it's because of how the Dodgers have used him. Uh, he didn't go in that first round, but he went against the Braves. In that first Braves game, he went four and a third, five earned runs, seven strikeouts, so not really a great start. And second Braves game, he only went two innings, two earned runs, so he got yanked pretty quickly. And then he was given no leash in that third start he had against the Rays, if you remember. He only went one and a third inning before 
were being pulled pretty quickly in that one. So we'll see what Dave Roberts wants to do tonight. Everyone's really been against the the, the quick leashes, the short pulls on these guys. They want these guys, you know, if you're going to have them out there starting, let them get a rhythm, let them work out of their mistakes. And Dave Roberts hasn't done that with a lot of their guys. So we'll see if Dave Roberts does that tonight because there's just been so much criticism of what Dave Roberts has been doing recently. I mean, people don't like, they, people didn't like Clayton Kershaw being taken out of that uh, last start he had against the Tampa Bay Rays. People wanted Dave Roberts to leave Gonsolin in that game in that last start he had against Tampa Bay. And he didn't do that with Kershaw. He didn't do it with Gonsolin. So we'll see if he does it tonight. And maybe it'll give a little extra boost to Gonsolin in his confidence because if you read these uh, pre-game uh, like quotes Gonsolin has, he said he's just working on managing his emotions right now. I'm going to try to see if I could Google it as I'm talking. But if I'm hearing my pitcher talking about uh, my rookie pitcher at that, talking about, man, I need to work better on controlling my emotions. Well, guy, there, there's no fans in the stadium. It's just you on that mound. So all the pressure you're creating is in your own head. So if Gonsolin is struggling to deal with the, a playoff pressurized environment with no fans, it'll make me nervous to see what he looks like next season because I'm sure the Dodgers will be in the playoffs again. So it'll make me a little nervous to see what Gonsolin looks like next season. Maybe he's the next Clint Kershaw, dominant regular season guy versus a pretty pedestrian to downright mediocre playoff performer because so far as a rookie it's been very Kershaw-esque great regular season but struggling in the postseason but let's let's give him a little slack he's a credit so uh he's a rookie I mean so I won't hold uh everything against him but he definitely needs to step up on the step up tonight when he's on the mound because the Dodgers are gonna need him I mean if he wins the game the Dodgers will win the World Series so the Dodgers would love to get a great Gonsolin uh, start out of him but I'm just so curious to see how Dave Roberts wants to play this tonight whether it's you know let him go out there and you know whatever happens happens you know if he goes four or five innings and struggles and so be it or if he sees a couple guys get on in the first inning maybe he walks another guy early in the second inning as he pulling pretty quickly for Dustin May or another one of these long relief guys they have I'm curious to see I don't know but He's going against the other reason why I believe the Rays could win tonight is because he was on the other mound for the team. They're going to have their best pitcher out there tonight, Blake Snell. I mean, this guy won the Cy Young in 2018, led the league in ERA 189, led the league in ERA plus 217, led the league in hits per nine. 5.6 and led the league in wins in 2018 so he was definitely a stud that season so far in the postseason he's been pretty good as well that last start against the Dodgers was pretty good that game two he had 4.2 innings four earned runs nine strikeouts he did give up four walks but he looked pretty good in that one he was cruising especially early uh it looked like he was totally locked in and he had the Dodgers hit his fooled now he did key in on him a little bit more toward the end of that game, so we'll see. Because right now, I'm looking at Blake Snell's game log in this postseason. Every start, he's been between four and two-thirds and five and two-thirds innings. He has yet to make it through six innings, and he's usually around that four to five inning mark. So we'll see. That's usually around your third time through the lineup. And a lot of times, that's when pitchers struggle, and that's where hitters start to lock in. So for both of these managers tonight, I want to see how they manage their guys. Dave Roberts, he's been keeping his guys on short leashes, taking them off early. So we'll see if he does that for Gonsolin again. And then Kevin Cash, you know, 
usually lets his guys go a little bit deeper into ball games of still not more than five innings typically. So that's still not super deep into the game as considering you have a guy in Blake Snell, who's been a Cy Young guy, who's one of the best pitchers in baseball on the mound tonight. So I'm very curious to see how these teams, how these managers want to uh, manage their bullpen and their starters tonight. But again, it's going to come down to the clutch hits. The Rays can't be stealing home again. And the Dodgers, if they want to win, they can't be making errors late in the game. So both of these teams need to clean up their mistakes. And I'm very curious to see what the managers want to do in this one. Now, coming up, I'll talk to you guys from... I'll talk to you guys about the one warning Bleacher Report had in an article I read today. But first, let me talk to you guys about rockauto.com because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Wander off the important list or seemingly intimidating questioning. Wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake lamps to t- and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about this box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it. And before I tell you guys about that one warning from Bleach Report, I want to talk to you guys about this other, <laughs> other, this other article I read from AZ Snake Pit that was talking about whether the D-backs should bring back Mike Leak for 2021 because right now they have a team option for him for 18 million, but I believe they could buy him out for just five million. And just right there, when I look at those two numbers, it, it makes the decision for me at least pretty easy. I would easily just buy out Mike Leak and send him packing. I mean, Mike Leak has been a nice addition to the back end of this rotation for the D-backs. He's been a nice 5-6 starter, but really, he's just a league average pitcher, and there's no reason why a league average pitcher should be making just as much as our supposed ace of the staff, Madison Bumgarner. Now, Madison Bumgarner, I don't think, is worth the money he's doling out either right now, but Mike League is definitely not a guy who I've been in on at all through the majority of his career. Now he's been a pretty solid he's been a pretty solid pitcher throughout his career. He has a career 405 ERA, which is pretty solid. Like that's nothing to sneeze at. His best years, he had a 337 ERA, a 3.7 ERA. And even in 2019, his ERA was only 429, but he went 197 innings. He had 227 strikeouts. So this guy's a strikeout artist. This is a, a guy who Oh, excuse me. I, I was looking at the wrong number. I said 227 strikeouts. That was 227 hits allowed, not strikeouts. So his strikeouts per nine is actually his strikeouts per nine is actually only 5.8, which is pretty low and pretty pedestrian. His hits point nine, it's almost double that, 10.4. So yeah. 
I'm definitely not taking a guy who gives up twice as much hits as he does strikeouts. So Mike Leake is just not a good enough. And the D-backs are so deep in their rotation now. It might not all be quality starters, but you still got Alex Young, Taylor Clark, Zach Allen, Merrill, uh, Merrill Kelly, Luke Weaver, uh, Caleb Smith now, Bumgarner. That's seven guys. There's no need for Mike Leake, and I don't even know where he would fit in on this rotation right now. And this rotation is not that strong. This rotation wasn't good this season, and Mike Leake, I don't think, is really helping that. Unless he's Merrill Kelly, and I'm just way off on Mike Leake. I mean, he's had a, a decade in baseball. At least Merrill Kelly was just coming off a rookie season, even though he's the same age as Mike Leake. It was a rookie season, so there was, te there was technically room for improvement in places where he could get better for Mike Leake. I think we already know who he is, know what he is. He's a pretty solid pitcher. He's a good back end of the rotation guy for you. But for $18 million, I'd rather look at my other options. Now, let's talk about that one big warning that Bleach Report had for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I'll just read for you the little excerpt that Bleach Report had. And it was written by Zachary Reimer, one of my favorite guys. And he said, Arizona Diamondbacks, the offense won't fix itself. Though there were many reasons that the D-backs sunk to last place in the NL West in 2020, their offense was arguably the biggest culprit. The Snakes slipped from five runs per game in 2019 to an average of four and a half runs this season. With an 87 OPS plus that ranked among the worst in baseball, there's hope where 27-year-old Ketel Marte is concerned. The 249-point dip in his OPS from 2019 to 2020 is simply too bad to be true may therefore be reversed in 2021. The D-backs should otherwise take nothing for granted with Escobar, Peralta, Cole Cajun, and Nick Ahmed, each of whom is on the wrong side at 30. If they want to contend next year, they must force the issue by adding an impact batter too. I agree with Reimer here. I mean, the, I, I was totally against that Starling Marte trade because he was arguably the best D-backs offensive player. And right now, we have another hole in center field. Now, thankfully, there's guys like George Springer on the free agent market. We'll see if the D-backs want to hand out, that kind of uh, hand out that kind of contract. Or they could get really fancy and throw Ketel Marte back in center field and then go sign, like a, uh, go sign a guy like DJ LeMayu, who's a free agent as well. But either way, D-backs need more bats and they need more star power. The D-backs just don't have enough star power in this lineup. Right now, Ketel Marte is our best player, but you know he's really just had the one... MVP season I do think he could get back to that I do think the 60 game season hurt his numbers a lot and I don't I do think he would have made up a lot of it I mean we've seen Paul Goldschmidt if every season he did was only 60 games you would probably think he would be one of the worst first baseman in baseball but we know baseball is a long sport and sometimes after two months of playing poorly you can just rattle off three straight months of elite level play so I do think Ketel Marte could have done something like that but He's right about the other guys on this uh, in this er, in this excerpt. He mentioned Eduardo Escobar. He came into camp this season. He was a little bit overweight, and he just did not look the same at the plate. His power was gone. His, his eye for for the strike zone was gone. I don't know what happened to Escobar, but he did not look good this season. David Peralta, I was pretty impressed with. I thought Peralta was good. I think a full season for him, Peralta, we would have been steadily impressed with what his numbers would have been. I mean, overall in the season, he's still bad 300. He only had five home runs, so not a lot of power, but he was great with uh, he was great with runners in scoring position. He's a gold glove finalist, too, so I was fine with what he did. 
Uh, and in terms of some of these other guys, Nick Ahmed, I agree with him. I mean, I love Nick Ahmed's defense, but if we can get an upgrade at shortstop, I wouldn't be too upset about it. I mean, defense only takes you so far. You do have to score runs. And Nick Ahmed improved in that area, I think, a lot this season. I mean, go look at his numbers with runners in scoring position. He was arguably the best on the team in that situation. So, I give it up to Nick Ahmed. Maybe he's still improving. He's been better offensively the last couple of seasons. He seems to be moving in the right trend, the right direction, but still he's entering his 30s. So it's hard to believe he's going to get a lot better than what we've already seen from his career. Then Cole Calhoun. I really like Cole Calhoun this season, a 30 home run guy, another gold glove finalist, but he can't hit for average. The man hits around 200, maybe 220 in a good season, but I need more than just the pop from him. So I definitely need the D-backs to go out there and acquire some more talent for this lineup and definitely more offensive talent. And we know it's not just offense either. Definitely the pitching too. The starting rotation wasn't good. The bullpen wasn't good. And it just always seemed like the D-backs were never on the same page with both their offense and their defense. But I do think if the D-backs could at least get back to what they were doing offensively, Last season for next season from 2019 to 2021, I do think they can make the playoffs. I do think the rotation, I, I feel a little bit better that the rotation could stand back and be better than the starting lineup because the starting lineup, just too many guys were coming off career years where you're already concerned that they could regress. But for the starting rotation, I mean, maybe Bumgarner is, you know, I, I definitely think he's on the decline, but I can't believe that he's as bad as we saw last year. I can't believe that with Luke Weaver too. Caleb Smith came in and he looked pretty good in the short amount of time he pitched. Uh, still got Taylor Clark who looked pretty good. Still got Zach Gallon, who's a beast. Uh, Merrill Kelly could come back healthy as well. So definitely still like this Diamondbacks rotation for a potential improvement in 2021. They stand pat with this but that uh, starting lineup, that 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 offense, it definitely needs to be definitely needs to be improved on. And Mike Hazen definitely needs to be making moves this offseason to improve the offense. Now that's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Come back tomorrow because I might have a D-backs pitcher on the pod, so stay tuned for that. And always you want to come back because it's the Locked On D-backs, so it's your team every day with the best Diamondbacks news coverage and insight. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy out there. Peace.